as you'll see. It may help you to realize that selling your home this way won't work for you. In that case, the book will also save you a great deal of time and expense. Realtors should love the book for that reason. It may be the best thing that's happened to your profession in a long time. Some of the books I read were chock full of links to resources such as home stagers and flat fee MLS companies. I found that when I went to use those links, many of them didn't work, probably due to the companies going out of business. So I didn't want to clutter this book with that sort of thing. I will mention and provide links to the service providers that work for us. I feel it's only fair since they did a good job and often went above and beyond the call of duty. I suggest you use Google or your preferred internet search engine to find the most up-to-date information when you are ready to sell your house. I hope that you enjoy this book and that you learn some things that will help you on your own home selling quest. I put some of the most important hints in easily identifiable side notes that you can skim through. Home buyers will also find tips in this book that can save them a great deal of money. In any case, the couple of bucks you spend on this book could save you thousands of dollars or more. At the very least, maybe you'll get a few dollars worth of entertainment value. Especially entertaining are the stories about open houses where people who attended did some of the weirdest and most disgusting things imaginable. I hope you'll learn and laugh as you read through this book. Your reviews speak loudly, and I hope that if you get something out of this book, you can find time to post a positive review. Bill Hines, September 7, 2015, at the final open house on the lake. Chapter 1. Backstory. October 2012. If this were a novel, starting with a backstory would be a bad thing, according to conventional wisdom. But it's not a novel. All of you literary types can just relax. Just enjoy the ride. Buckle up. It'll be a bit bumpy. Please place your seat backs and tray tables in the upright and locked position. Expect turbulence ahead. In this book, we're going to talk about how conventional wisdom can lead you down the wrong roads in today's real estate market. I thought it important to fill you in on how we got to where we were, as it were, before this saga began. It may help to explain some of our later actions and the thought process we undertook. It was a dark and stormy night. Another bad way to start a novel. In fact, it was the night of Hurricane Sandy, which was in fact quite a dark and stormy night and day. A month or so earlier, my wife and I had put in an offer to buy a great little place down the shore, as we say in Jersey speak. We were upset when someone beat us to the punch and stole the place out from under us. We had always dreamed of living down the shore. On that dark and stormy night, as we watched the hurricane obliterate great sections of the shore, at least until our cable went out, we began to second-guess the logic of investing in property there. We had both grown up in the same town and had gone to the same high school a few years apart. We didn't know each other then. We met at a high school reunion some years later. Ah, but that's a love story for another time. When we were kids, neither of us had been fortunate enough to live on the waterfront of our lake town. We envied our friends who did, those who had boats and docks and could swim and skate in their backyards. In response to my pleas, my dear father's favorite saying back then was, We don't need no boat. We got friends with boats. He was a wise and prudent man indeed. This was not my opinion at the time. Many years later, my wife and I decided that we wanted to finally have that experience. We began to think about living on the lake that we grew up near, rather than the ocean. We rented a waterfront home on the lake with an option to purchase after six months or allow the owner to put it up for sale. We learned quite a bit in those six months. Living on the lake was pretty cool. 
Living in a house high up above the lake, with a bazillion downhill steps to get there and uphill on the way back, was not cool. Living back in our hometown was not cool. Unfortunately, the place had a lot of problems. Shortly before we had to make our decision, the township jacked the property taxes way up, especially on lakefront owners, and devalued the properties to boot. Thanks, but no thanks. We informed the landlord that we did not intend to purchase and started to search for a better lakefront home. All of this contributed to our experience and knowledge and would come in handy later as we bought and then subsequently sold our lakefront home. This backstory will help you understand some of the decisions we made and how our initial renting experience gave us some leverage and strategy. Long story short, not short enough, you may be saying under your breath, we searched for and found a lakefront home in a different township on the other side of the lake. We were able to get it for a good price because the couple who owned it split up in what seemed to be an acrimonious way. This is the property that shall be...